to the Celebrate Happiness Roadshow podcast. I'm Sandra M., coming to you from Santa Fe, New Mexico, the land of enchantment. I interview people from all parts of the world about what happiness means to them. What are they in love with? In each episode, we'll give you a key to happiness to include in your life, and of course, we'll play a happy tune from my live Celebrate Happiness Roadshow. A smile doesn't cost you anything. Today we're talking with Todd Lowery. Todd is a pianist, an award-winning songwriter, the author of 25 keyboard instructional books, an arranger with 4,000 published arrangements, and the lead organist for the Albuquerque Isotopes Baseball Club. He's recorded 16 albums of original music and six albums of standards. He has a BA in music, a master's of music education, and a law degree from a top law school. He's lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico for the past 25 years. Welcome, Todd. I'm excited to talk to you about happiness. Well, thank you, Sandra. I'm excited to be here to talk to you about happiness. And I know you've got some fantastic ideas because we've had uh, some time together to do a show on happiness. It's called, as this podcast is called, the Celebrate Happiness Roadshow. And so I want to know, I'm asking you the question I ask everybody, which is what makes you happy in your well, life? That's a good question. I, I, I must, I mean, you read what I, my uh, list of accomplishments or whatever, and pretty much everything had to do with music. Um, and, but mm-hmm. um, so I would have to basically say that you know, I mean, certainly personal relations and, and friendships and things like that make me happy. But I think in my situation, it's basically music that uh, makes me happy. I like to write my music, write, compose music, play, perform music, um, hear the mm-hmm. end results. You know, so I, I would have to say I'm I have a special relationship with music and that's basically what makes me happy. Is it just the basic talent that you have? I know that you've gone to school for music, and I'm pretty sure studied a lot of different music styles. I know you perform a lot of different, uh, a variety of styles, rock, jazz, uh, New Orleans, jazz, uh, reggae, etc. And you even compose in those different styles. But do you feel that you were just sort of born with this gift? It was just there somehow, and you just made it come alive? Well, I think that it's probably true that people who are talented at music have some sort of inborn talent uh, or mm-hmm. just facility for music, just like a you know someone who's good at sports has usually has some sort of inborn facility for sports or anything else. Uh, of course, it, it's really de- 
depends on the individual. It depends on everything, you know, like what kind of education they get and all that. But, yes, I do think there is a certain uh, thing in music that people are born with. It's it's impossible to define how, you know, but it seems that that's actually the, the case. Fantastic. Yeah, I agree with you. I've wor- uh, worked with some various musicians, and it just seems to – well, let's just talk about music for a moment. Isn't it basically sound vibration? And when you just talk about the sound part of music, I know you do lyrics and also uh, the music aspect of it, writing this, the music. Which do you think comes first for you? The music or the lyrics, or do they come together? How does it work? Well, I've written maybe like a thousand songs in my life. And... Um... Every song is totally different, and famous mm-hmm. songwriters will tell you that too. I mean, uh, Paul McCartney or whoever will tell you. And, a lot, and in fact, Paul McCartney says he doesn't even know how he writes music. He doesn't really have a plan or anything. He just sits down and tries to see what happens. But um, I, for for me, I would say more often than not, I would come up with the music first and write lyrics later. But it it really can happen any which way. Some people come up with lyrics first, write music. Some people come up with music first, write lyrics. Sometimes it comes at the same time. You know, it really depends on the individual. I mean, it, there's no right or wrong way to write a song. song. You just have to, um, you know, have an idea and go with it. The, go with it. Absolutely. And I just love the concept that Actually writing music, performing music, because I've heard you perform, sing, play, really makes you feel joyful and happy. And I think it probably makes the audience the same way, right? In other words, do you feel that your audiences are moved in some special way by the music itself? Well, uh, yes, for sure. I mean, I I, I just performed last night at a, a function and people came up and said they just really enjoyed this particular song I did. Uh, so that's makes me feel good. And, you mm-hmm. know, it, and, but the other thing is um, here's, here's something people tell me all the, all the time. They say, I just love watching you play. So that's, that's kind of weird. Like uh, they're not saying they just love the music. They're saying, I love watching you play. And, and they say, you look so joyful. You look like you're having so much fun. You're moving around, you know. You know. So that's an interesting thing that, that, that people would say that I love watching you play instead of I love the music, just the music. But uh, I, I'll take that anytime. I mean, I mean, I love playing. Right. And obviously the movement is just sort of comes out of the act of playing the music, right? So I, I just think it's so wonderful that you can give that kind of a gift to people, to audiences. And so if we get back to the subject of happiness itself, I have a few questions for you. I want to know if you think that happiness is a choice. Because there are people who are not very happy for whatever reasons. I don't myself believe that many of us, most of us are born unhappy. I don't think we come out of the womb unhappy. So life has takes its toll, various things happen. But people who are happy, do you think they make a choice? And is it possible to make a choice to be happy? 
Yeah, I think there's a choice involved. I mean, uh, I think in I think for for people to even consider wanting to be happy, it people got to be kind of lucky in a way, and they got to be at a certain level. Uh, because I mean, there are people who, um, you know, just can't even really consider being happy because maybe they're they they just have so much uh, they take so much time just to provide for their family or make sure that you know people in their family have everything they need. I mean, sometimes you know they can't even really consider their own personal happiness. I think in our society, you know, people are lucky when they can consider their own personal happiness. And I do think it's a choice. I mean, uh, I think you it's, it's having part of it's having the right attitude to be happy. That's what I'd say. Join Sandra M. for her live performance of the Celebrate Happiness Roadshow, a toast to love and happiness in life an uninhibited musical adventure guaranteed to awaken your happiness vibe. Celebrate with upbeat rhythms, love songs, and fun stories, some told by you in the audience. Sandra's musical guest and accompanist, Todd Lowry, sings his hopeful and happy originals. To book Sandra M. and the Celebrate Happiness Roadshow, email sandra at sandramcknight.com. Celebrate happiness with Sandra M. Right. The right, ap- the right attitude to be happy. So when you say the right attitude, okay, I don't know what the real definition of attitude is, but I do know that the Dalai Lama talks about the fact, and I follow him on Facebook and through a lot of other uh, areas. I've read all his books and that type of thing. And so he's talking about the fact that most people want to have a peaceful, happy life. They don't want to fight over this or that, etc. So he feels that that's sort of inborn in people, that people want to have a peaceful, happy life. They, of course, you have to have your survival needs met. You have to be able to have a roof over your head and some food and that kind of thing. But when it comes to your attitude, he seems to feel, and I don't want to, you know, bring you into some competition or some kind of discussion with the Dalai Lama, but he seems to feel that happiness is just a basic human um, existence, you know, that we really do want to be peaceful and happy. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's basic. Um like I say, you know, sometimes people are just at the level where they're just trying to get by, you know, just trying to live, get by. But, but I mean, once you reach that point where you can even think about, you know, what is it that I, that makes me happy? What is it that I'd like in my life? Um, you know, what, what is it that I want to strive for? Then it, it is, uh, I think it, it is base, uh, basic. I mean, I think everybody has that, that urge in them. To be happy, mm-hmm. uh, if they, mm-hmm. if you know, if they can, if they have the situation where they can, you know, really think about what makes them happy. Right. In other words, their basic survival needs are met. Right. Right. So then, then we go into like a society such as ours, 
right? That is based on competition, basically. Everybody's trying to be the best or as close to the best as possible, et cetera, et cetera. At least that's what I notice because we have individualism in our country or in our society and in many societies. And so it's not based on cooperation and kindness and compassion and being grateful for what you have. I think those things help us help us to just stay happy, to cooperate, to be in a sense of community. And I know that you have been with the Unity Church, is that or the Unity Spiritual Center, is that correct? Yeah, I've been there for 25 years. I've been the uh, music director oh. of pianist. Yeah, and that's it's a uh, it, it's a practice that you know people. Uh, it's basically positive thinking in a way, but I mean, it's much more than that. It's very spiritual, but um, yeah. And, and certainly I think their approach as would be my approach would be that happiness does have to do with cooperation, friendship, service to others, you know, uh, doing things for the, well, really for the environment, for peace, all that, all those kind of things. Um, at least for me, that would be the the approach. Yes, right. And so, what? How can we? Do you have any ideas about how we can help other people be happier and begin to live in a spirit of cooperation, other than just going to a center? As you said, you've been there for twenty five years, but just say one-on-one, helping other people to be happy, uh, to have joy in their heart, to move forward? Is it just as simple as smiling at people? Because I know that you composed the song for our podcast, which I love. Everybody smiles in the same language, right? Right. Well, yes, smiling is, you know, that might brighten up somebody's day if you just give them a smile or a kind word or open the door for them or whatever. I mean, sometimes that just a little thing like that will go a long ways and make, you know, make, make somebody's day possibly, uh, you know, I'm not a counselor or anything. And I, but I, you know, I, I would, if I was talking with a friend, I think I would given my experience in life, I would know how to, help them if they had some problem and, and they wanted to tell me about it. And, uh, you know, I, but I like, you know, I'm not a, a psychotherapist or a counselor or anything, but, but I mean, I think everybody really knows how to relate to somebody who has a problem, uh, maybe help them get over it and make, maybe make, you know, make, make them happy in some ways, but yes, certainly anything like a smile can go a long ways. Right, and I know you composed that song, and so I have been learning that song, and some of the lyrics, turn your smile on, you can't go wrong, right? You'll find that love is all around. I'll look forward to us doing that song sometime with you singing and me playing. You wrote the lyrics. And I'm just thinking, you know, you're you're telling people, you're giving them an action statement, really, in the song, which is, 
turn your smile on, you can't go wrong, love is all around, right? And it, you just bring love into your heart. You just bring love into your awareness by turning your smile on and opening yourself to the world. At least that's what I got out of those lyrics. When you wrote those well, lyrics, what were you feeling? Well, I mean, when I write lyrics, I, you know, I'm not trying to have any kind of hidden message or anything. I just write what I think is is true or, you know, I especially like to have a positive viewpoint. I mean, certainly I write, I've written many songs that are, you know, sad or something like that, but, but um, I like to have a positive viewpoint on most things. And uh, um, that was just a, that just, I somehow thought of that title and that's where I went with that song. I mean, I've made a little reggae kind of music to back it up because mm-hmm. reggae is always kind, always has kind of a cheerfulness to it, and uh, at least it, most of the time it does. I mean, sometimes it's more political, but but reggae has has kind of a cheerful beat to it, it's sunny beat because it's you know it's usually from a sunny climate, and uh, you know that that just seemed the way to go with that song. I don't you know you can't think about it too much, otherwise you'll just be uh, you know, thinking too hard and, and maybe uh, maybe not um, letting your creativity come out. But, uh, but that's where I went with that song. We invite you and yours this October 2023 for an intimate 14-day happiness journey to Bhutan, the lost kingdom of happiness. Experience the magnificent beauty, magic, and mystery of this ancient culture that calculates the gross national happiness of its people. Happiness, Bhutan style, is an adventure of a lifetime. For our itinerary, go to BhutanLostKingdomTours.com and click on Special Packages. Celebrate happiness with Sandra M. because as I'm thinking about that song, you know, it's a simple act. Smiling is what? Worldwide, if you just smile at anybody, even if you can't speak their language, they will open up to you for the most part. They, what do they do? They sort of understand that you are, what? Not threatening. That would be number yes. one. Exactly. You're smiling at them. Yes. And so it doesn't, it, smiling, which is a physical act, actually, has nothing really to do with language. It's just a, a feeling. You're just sending a feeling out. And then you were able to capture that feeling in a song, in a rhythm, in a sound, and combine the language and the sound. I think that's really fantastic. Well, I mean, that's what I, a songwriter tries to do. I mean, uh, you know, if there's, um, you try to match the music to the, whatever the, words are and the message and uh mm-hmm. i think i think mm-hmm. the whole idea is to is to you know be able to i mean i mean if you play just the music it should have kind of the same uh emotional uh or or whatever you know uh effect on you as this as the words do and together mm-hmm. they're they're twice as effective well, I just really honor your ability to do this. I mean, I just think it's fantastic. 
and the fact that you've written over a thousand songs, and I I do know some of the other songs that you've written that have to do with much more of a spiritual nature and a great sensitivity toward life itself. And I don't want you to have to intellectualize it or talk about it, but I do think that you understand what it means to be grateful in life. And so here's another question for you. Is being grateful in your life, your personal life, a way to maintaining and your happiness? Yeah, I think you have to have some sort of practice of gratitude for everything that's good about the world or about your life or about your friends. Um, I've certainly written songs in that of that nature. I, in fact, I'm I'm currently writing a new a whole. Well, it's it's pretty far along. I got 13 songs. One of them is called. One of them is just called. Thanksgiving song, and it's not necessarily about the the uh, the uh, actual holiday of Thanksgiving, but it's about being gra- grateful and gra- and having gratitude. So, you know that that is in my nature to think about that and to um, you know n- not forget about it. And uh, so I I do believe in gratitude and thankfulness. Yes. I can tell from just the few songs that I have seen or have heard you perform and that sensitivity to life itself, I do think you have that understanding when it comes to the nature, when it comes to nature, I forget the name of the title of the song when you're talking about the earth and the divinity of the earth and our animals. I think it's called the web of life. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, it's called the web of life. So, yeah, I have lots of songs in that uh, kind of vein, and that, that new album I was talking about has a has a song called "Hymn to the Earth," which is, you know, kind of got an environmental theme. Environmental theme without, you know, laying it on too thick. I mean, uh, but you know, those. I mean, all those things concern me, and and I I appreciate you saying that I'm sensitive to it because, you know, that's the whole idea one of the things about being a songwriter, you have to be sensitive to everything. The way I approach life in a way is like going around and, you know, and sort of looking at everything as a songwriter and, and when, you know, and you have to kind of tune into things when, when a message comes, like it just drops on you, like maybe the title, everybody smiles in the same language, or maybe uh, a, a, just a style of music that you that you suddenly become interested in, or something like that. I think a songwriter is sensitive to everything like that, uh, and that's one of the reasons some people can really write great songs. And 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 it's it's a lot has a lot to do with that sensitivity. I think that if we all, this is a great way to end our conversation. But I just wanted to do a tag on it. I think if we, as human beings, could become more sensitive to everything around us and also more appreciative of it and use it in some creative way, and it doesn't necessarily have to be writing a song. It could just be making dinner even, you know, just being aware of what we're actually doing and we're eating the food and we're eating in community with other people. You know, 
there's a lot of people who live to be very, very long, um, you know, into their hundreds. And they basically say that community and connection with other people and just the simple things in life, you know, growing food, preparing, etc., really keep you connected to your to yourself and to the world and they seem to live you know into their hundred years so i just think you're teaching people a lot with your music and i want to thank you so much for all your insights is there anything else you'd like to say before we end about well, happiness or about anything well you mentioned yeah you just mentioned connections connection connecting with people there's no better way to connect with people than to share your music or enjoy music together or, you know, make music together. I mean, that's a, that's a way to connect with people. So, you know, that's what I want to do, connect and make music. Thank you so much, Todd, for your insights. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being with us. And I wish you all the very best. Well, thank you, Sandra. It's, it's been nice to be to talk to you, as always. Sometimes we have some really interesting conversations. Yes, yes. Keys to happiness number eight. Acknowledge your unhappy moments. Even though a positive attitude is a good thing, no one is happy all the time. If you get some bad news, make a mistake, or feel like you're in a funk, don't try to pretend you're happy. Acknowledge your unhappy feelings. Let yourself experience it for a moment, then shift your focus toward what made you feel unhappy and what it would take to recover. Like a deep breathing exercise, a long walk outside, talking it over with someone. Let that moment pass and take care of yourself. tuning in to celebrate happiness with us and before we go I'd like to thank today's guest Todd Lowry for sharing his happiness story share your happiness story on the celebrate happiness roadshow podcast by emailing Sandra that's me at sandramcknight.com Find that love is all